0: It blew me away how many people didn't know about it and then didn't know they were how much money they were saving. And if you're gonna try to do it yourself, you will lose because it. it's just the classifications are very, very difficult. 100, 100, 100, 100. Hey everyone, this is Norm Ferrar, a.k.a. The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing how, and this is crazy, but how 80% of Amazon sellers are leaving money on the table. And I'm talking about thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars on the table. We're going to talk about where they're leaving it on the table. How the sellers can benefit from this and how to get ahead of your competition. So, welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, today we're going to be talking about how 80% of sellers are missing out on it's a shipping style, it's a shipping cost or a tariff code. And uh let me see. I just, uh, I'm still pretty tired from my trip. So let me back up. So we're going to be talking about HTS codes. We've talked about this before, but we're going to get right into it. We're going to describe exactly what they are and how we've saved thousands. Even Afalabi, who's going to be our guest today, has saved over $300,000 a year by changing this code. So our guest, like I mentioned, is Afalabi Orocon. He's the co-founder of Hono Worldwide. I'm the other half of that. And for over 20 years, um, he's been learning and developing uh, the best strategies for logistics He's got um, uh, different relationships and tactics to streamline and improve profitability uh, for his clients. And again, it's Afolabi Orocon. So before we uh, get to Afolabi, we'll have a quick word from our sponsor. Facing cash flow challenges with your e-commerce business, discover Viably, your ultimate financial ally. From real-time sales data integrations to immediate funding access, Viably is here to support you. Plan your growth with their free tool for online sellers and engage with specialists whenever you need. Extend your cash flow with Biably. Sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, enjoy the show. Where is my buddy? There he is. Have a lobby.
1: Hey, how are you, sir? Good, good. How are you? Good, good. It's uh, snowed again today here in Pennsylvania. So. Uh I did a little snow plowing this morning so I got my workout in so I'm ready to go. Hope you don't have a Tesla. I hear there's all those charging stations are uh, Well, mine is parked in the garage so Oh, you do have a
0: Tesla. That's right.
1: Yeah, I read your motivation and Dave I'm, I'm, I'm with Dave. You know, Dave says that you want to know what my motivation is. Let's go to a BMW and just test drive the 7 Series. You know what my motivation is.
0: <laughs> but now you got to charge it. So <laughs> at least from what I've been reading, reading, a lot of the charging stations are having a problem uh, with uh, with charging any of the EVs right now. Yes. Yeah. I guess I'll have to work that one out in the end. They'll probably have to put these heater things around. They'll figure it out. But... um <laughs> uh let's talk about something that a lot of amazon sellers now i know i see a ton of people that i recognize in the comments section uh and by the way if you do have uh comments or questions make sure you put them in there uh this is an important uh topic today in fact why don't you tell people how you saved three hundred thousand dollars
1: sure um so this happened to me about five years ago um i was selling i had my brand at that time and i was selling it's it's a bit of a school supply product and um uh, i just noticed my shipping bill was so high and I'm, I'm looking for ways to bring it down and i just stumbled upon the customs declaration form it's called Form 7501 and i was looking at it and i got to a section where described my product. And I saw my product description. I'm like, this is not my product description on this customs form. It's describing something else. And then below my product description, uh, it shows the duty rate. And I saw that my duty rate was like 31%. I'm like, number one, this is not my product. And why are we paying 31%? This is huge because it was like it it was six percent plus trump's tariff of additional 25 so i'm like let me find out ways that i can get this product reclassified because this is not my product being described on the customs form after digging and digging digging i finally found a code that was meant for my product that actually described this product and it was 3.5%. I'm supposed to be paying 3.5% in import duty and I'm paying 31. So, uh, that dropped, you know, on, on, on like, even if I was buying $500,000 worth of inventory, which was way more than that, I think it was, we were spending like 800 to a million bucks a year on inventory. That was $310,000 $310,000 we were spending on just tariffs. And if you don't check your documentation, you wouldn't know. You The your free, your free forwarder just tells you, oh, this is how much it is, and you just paid. And eight out of 10 Amazon sellers that I've spoken to, they have no clue what they're paying. I ask you, what, what are you paying? They're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just get the bill from the tariff guy, from the freight forwarder and I pay whatever is in the bill <laughs> and, uh, for me my 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 thing dropped from three hundred and ten thousand a year to thirty thirty five thousand that's a huge savings of two hundred and something thousand every single wow. year in savings. So we we
0: just and this is just out of the blue uh we were at a, an event uh, did you go to that event the Titan event in Toronto You didn't, right?
1: No, I only went to Trellis.
0: Right. So, uh, uh, one of the things that we did at the event is we had a contest, and there was a person who won, uh, Alex. And he just out of the blue sent you over uh, his information. And was it $17,000 for that shipment that he was having to go out that, uh, like within that month? Mm Hmm. $17,000 on one container. Yep. So, uh, and there's others. Uh, And I'll give you an example for me uh, that, that happened. And this is uh, before I started uh, working with Alpha Lobby, but I sell natural soap and this natural soap uh, contains coconut oil, olive oil, all sorts of uh, different oils. Uh, And I was paying 17% at the time. So anyways, I, uh, I found out that Castile soap is olive oil and I can get, I I would pay zero instead of 17%. Now you can't lie Mm -hmm. if it didn't have any olive oil in it and I like, you can't lie Mm -hmm. because there is a definite penalty about this and, uh, I'll let you talk about the penalty, but it is. (laughs) Swift and it is severe, yep. but I save seventeen percent of uh, from like that day moving forward.
1: Yeah, so that's crazy. It is, uh, many people don't know about this, uh, but it's a it's a big deal. it It could mean a lot to your business. Not only are you saving uh, instantly, you're also tripling doubling or tripling the the value of your brand instantly. Uh, so even though I saved 200 and something thousand a year, I ended up selling that brand at 4x. So if you multiply 210 200 and whatever thousand I saved in tariff and multiply that by four that was the that was the value it added to my brand. So this is a big deal that people aren't noticing. Nobody's talking about it because it's not sexy. Uh, but <laughs> it, it's a, oh, cool. hand says that was him. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, because I've done I've, I've done a lot of this. I've lost track <laughs> of how many uh, how many people were able to save uh, money. But it's uh, it, it 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 helps you uh, add more value to your brand. And hopefully, maybe you can fire your freight forwarder because uh, they were supposed—it's their job to help you classify your products correctly in the first place. But there's no incentives for them to do that because why would they spend hours and hours to really research your product to find you the best? So you know they just pick whatever they want, they pick whatever code they want, and they just go with it. And, you know, most of this, especially if you're shipping from countries that the first language is not English and they're trying to translate English. I had a guy come. Maybe he's on the show today. I don't know. It came like a month or two ago and he was paying a lot. And we looked and I said, what what HCS code did they give you? HCS code is called Ammonized Tariff System code. So every single product coming into the US has to be classified by an HTS code. There there is an HTS code that applies to every single product you're bringing into the US, right? So the customs will check if your freight forwarder actually classified it correctly. If they don't, they slap you (laughs) with penalties, which is up to 4x what you hold. Uh, And they don't kid around. They don't joke. They want money. The government is so hungry now. The US government, they want money at all costs. So, but anyway, this guy reached out and I said, hey, what what code are you using now? He sent me the code. I'm like, okay, what's your product? He sent me his product. I'm like, you're selling a baby product and you have a code for national flag? It doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, I didn't even check. I'm like, you're paying 14 or 15% in tariff and you're supposed to be paying four or five percent and it's like wow that's a big deal i'm like yeah it's a big deal and uh it's time for uh, sellers to really start paying attention to this because your freight forwarder will not do it they will not they don't have any incentive to do it unfortunately uh, so like i said it's not it's more than just instant savings it is Helping you compete in the market as well. You see, all, most of these Chinese sellers that are uh, pricing their, you know, their, their products so low and they are pricing everybody out of market. Most of them, are, some of them are cheating, but some of them, some of them may be smart enough to find the right and the perfect code, HTS code that will drastically reduce the uh, the uh, the tariff. So you too, if you're paying high tariff, you know, have it checked out. You may be able to find the a, a more uh, uh, a better code for yourself. And once you find it, it drops your it drops your import duty, and then you can compete on price with all these other people trying to uh, price you out of the market. So you can also go ahead and compete. Also, doing your HTS code, especially when you're doing product research, uh, many people do product research and then they go and launch new products without realizing that you're going to you. get <laughs> nailed.
0: <laughs> I've seen that and heard about that so many times. They have no clue because they've never researched that HTS code. Uh-huh. And the first time their product comes in, it was... Uh, uh-huh. you, you remember, we had somebody... Uh, a year, year and a half ago that created um, it was even an oversized product. And I'm not going to mention brands or names Mm -hmm. probably is listening, but she got nailed with a huge, not only HTS code, but a huge oversized fee. Correct. And it put her out of business immediately.
1: Yep. Yep. And unfortunately a lot of people are going out of business now because they just can't compete with price anymore. Uh, and one of the first place for you to look at, when aggregators and uh, buyers come to me, uh, usually they tell me to see if they, if I can reduce a product's price before they go ahead and buy that brand. The first place I look is the tariff. I'm like, mm, let me see what they're paying now <laughs> and let me see what they should be paying. So if I see a brand paying overpaying in their tariff by 10% or 20%, I'll be like, shh immediately you buy this brand, you already have an equity of 10% or or more on this brand right there. So you imagine a brand doing $2 million a a year, and you found a savings of 10%. That is $200,000 savings. So whoever is buying you Buying your brand already made 200,000 at closing. <laughs> Immediately, he bought that brand, right? And then, so um, researching, finding. Uh, also, another way I like to use tariff is to find, to diversify the sourcing. So, some, some products, for whatever reason, they just, you just cannot reclassify them because. The, the, the U.S. government really, really will, especially steal products. <laughs> they want that money. <laughs> Steel aluminum, and stuff like that. They want it. So, well, we were buying racks for our new 3PL that we're moving to very soon. So I was negotiating the racks, and I found out that I was going to pay a duty of $72,000 if I buy it from China. I'm like... And I there was no way around it. It was a steel product. <laughs> so I'm gonna diversify. So uh, I found out that in Vietnam it was duty free. Same product, duty free. I paid maybe two percent or three percent more in Vietnam, but I'm picking up I'm saving 20 something percent on tariff. Yeah. The of the day. <laughs> so i was able to avoid that big uh hefty tariff bill so it another thing for tariff is for you to check the tariff on your product your hts code is it could get you out of trouble with the law because eventually the u.s customs they will catch up to it eventually they will catch up. The rate at which they are seizing containers these days, about last year or 2022, they saved about 72,000 cargoes just in one year. And they collected, I forgot, one point something billion is what they collected. Uh, so checking that you're HCS code is the right one. Will also keep give you peace of mind. You you can sleep better at night knowing that the customs will not come and knock on your door and say you're <laughs> owing duties for the past ten shipments you made, and they give you the the fee and it's four times. So if you're spending at a hundred thousand a year on buying inventory, and you were and your let's say your freight forwarder used the wrong code and you were they falsified it and gave you a wrong code and you're paying 5000 every year in duty and the government catches up to it and they say, oh, you're supposed to be paying 12%. So you see that 12%, they're going to multiply it by four and they're going to add it on top of all your past shipments and then they're going to add penalties on top of it. So at the end of the day, they could give you a deal of over $100,000.
0: And this is the main thing. There's no time limit, so they'll go back to yes. the history, yes, the full history, the life of your product, yes, and you'll get nailed. So yes. this is how important it is, and people don't even know about it. A lot of people have mm-hmm. no clue what HTS is and what it can mean for you as a, a seller. So it's definitely something you want to um, uh, check out. And also, you mentioned something there, just in brief, like just briefly about falsifying. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of freight forwarders, uh, shipping companies that do things to save money. Yes. Why don't we touch on that?
1: So that's uh that's another big uh problem now. Your freight forwarder may be smuggling your product without you noticing. So how it works is they especially this this scam uh usually People that are looking for the cheapest shipping rate always fall for this cam. So you got five quotes or three quotes from three different shippers. One is for a thousand, another one is for a thousand and twenty dollars. And then you got one for like seven hundred dollars. <laughs> and you're like, That's what I'm talking about. This is the real one. And then you go for the cheap one. But what you don't realize is the reason why that shipping quote is cheap is because they are not going to pay the duty on your behalf. You are the importer of record. You are the one on the hook. And they collect money from you, but they don't pay it to the U.S. government. And the U.S. government will come knocking. They escape. They're based in China, so nobody can catch them. But you, they know where to get you because you're the importer of records. That's why most of the shipping companies are able to give you ridiculously low prices because they will gang up your product with other people's product into a container. And they will pick the product with the lowest duty. And they will declare it on the customs form that every product in this container is this. We're only bringing one product in this container, whereas they're bringing 30 or 40 different products that have different duty rates, but they will only declare one, which is the cheapest one, so that they don't have to pay duty. So that's why they're able to offer you 25% lower than everybody else. But when they get caught, they will abandon their container and and just disappear. But the government will contact you because they have you on their records and it's not pretty when they seize your container. It's happened to me before. It's happened to me. (laughs) It's not pretty. (laughs) So that's the fraud uh, in uh, falsifying your customs documentation and a big number of freight forwarders do it. That's how they make money.
0: Not the majority, but there's a lot of, a lot yeah, of them. There, there's a lot of them out there, yep. but the heavy majority are trustworthy, mm-hmm. but there are, there, there's like, unfortunately, there's just so many of them.
1: Yes. Yes. And the U.S. is cracking down on them. Uh, another problem that people are doing, if you already, if your supplier or freight forwarder is doing this already, please Make them stop because the, the government is going to catch eventually. Go, they're going to catch up to you. It's what we call the scam of transshipment. They will tell you to, you know, say that your product is made in Malaysia or Indonesia, uh, whereas that's not what it is. Your product is made in China, but for them to avoid the Chinese duty, they they tell you to falsify the country of origin so you can pay lower duty and what they do is that they'll they'll take your container they'll ship it to malaysia first and they'll change the documentation to let it show that the origin of the container is malaysia but no it was transshipped to malaysia it was from china first to malaysia and then from malaysia they bring it to the u.s the 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 u.s government is cracking down on that and eventually they will catch up to it and there's a lot of lawyers in the states now that are they've made it their their job now to be finding people that are breaking the law through transshipments
0: yeah yeah so there's if you see that word transshipment now you know what it means <laughs> yes
1: and <laughs> run run away from it really fast <laughs> <laughs> don't don't let them change your country of origin on you because they are not at fault. Uh, I mean, they can be caught. You can be caught. They can not be caught <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they're sitting there doing all the things that they need to do.
0: Okay. So it is the bottom of the hour. I see we got lots of people listening right now. If this is the first time you're listening to Lunch with Norm, we always have something special at the end, and that's a giveaway. It's called Wheel of Kelsey. To enter the Wheel of Kelsey, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Tag two people. You'll get a second entry. And Mm Afalabi, I think this is par for the course. Uh, what are we giving away today?
1: We're giving a free tariff terminator service to one lucky person. That's the $500 value to one lucky person today. Start praying.
0: (laughs) Okay. And one thing I should mention is that, um, the tariff terminator is a free service. Mm-hmm. The only time that there is uh, a charge and this is 80% of the time is uh, if uh, Afalobi finds something and all that's going to do is benefit you. So, I'm going to even throw something in here. I never talked to you about this, but if you're if you win today and the tariff terminator doesn't find anything, we'll post it in the WhatsApp group and we'll pull another winner or just another person uh, and we'll we'll do it until we find a, a savings. Yep. Okay. That's and then fine. we'll let people know how much we we save for this uh, person on the episode. Correct. So-
1: we can even sweeten the deal more if you were the winner and we couldn't find you savings. After we try to reclassify, but we couldn't find your better HCS. We give it to you as a credit. You bring another product until we can find your savings. Uh, or let's say you want to launch new products. Send us one of the products you're looking to launch. We will find that HTS code, the perfect HCS code for you, so that we know. Why
0: don't we even do a batch? So, like a lot of people, when they're and this is uh, something we're just trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. uh, Like, if if you're looking for a product, you don't look for one product. You usually look for five or ten products. Mm -hmm. If you're in that situation, you can still use this service to understand your true cost of goods. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we'll do that. So you, so either you have an existing product and you want to save some money, or if you're looking for a product, uh, you can give us like five items and we'll do it for free for you. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay.
0: So that's it. So hashtag wheel of Kelsey, uh, tag two people and you'll get this, uh, the tariff terminator or a chance to win the tariff terminator. So Kelsey, let's go over to a sponsor and we'll come right back. Mm -hmm. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. Is your wife going on the cruise?
1: You always hide her. I know but you know, she's See, like who's here. she's like, who is gonna run the 3PL if I go? There, look. Hey, Hi. how are you? There.
0: She's going on the cruise. I sure yes.
1: Am. Remember <laughs> on the
2: cruise? <laughs>
1: remember on the cruise, I'm your uh uh what's that uh, uh what's the cake and stuff like that? Uh, dessert. I'm the dessert concierge.
0: <laughs> He's the dessert concierge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right.
1: It is my role to make sure you have the perfect dessert on the cruise.
0: Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. So I've been reading some of these comments and Simon started to put a couple comments in here about, uh, what does he say? Uh, try shipping containers into France. Holy! Uh, those guys pull everything uh, apart. HS codes, testing invoices, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They suck. And then something, then something else down here. Kels, you want to read that one? Uh, bicycles have or <laughs> lobby.
2: Yeah, I can read it. Uh, bicycles have forty-eight point five percent anti-dumping tax in the <laughs> EU and the UK. Everyone w- uh, would transship through Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka until Giant got hit with a hundred million dollar fine. Wow, wow, <laughs> that's crazy. So,
1: uh, so you know that you know that if you are the one that reported Giant on that hundred million dollar payout, you get thirty <laughs> percent. Wow, it's a big business now. Whistleblowing is a big business. <laughs>
0: Well, that's crazy. But this is the importance of what we're doing. Now, uh, Simon was talking about HS codes. So in Europe, you don't have HTS, right? It's only in the US. Yes. And a lot of the US, when we we talk about it, it's interesting because I hear a lot of sellers talk about HS codes. They don't even realize it's an HTS codes what are the differences, and why do you have to know about the, the differences between the two?
1: Yes, so um, the HS system, which is the harmonized System, is used by the World Trade Organization. Uh, it's for everybody in the world, and it's only six digits long, uh, or six to eight sometimes. But the U.S. had extra four digits, which makes the U.S. one HTS. Only the U.S. uses HTS. I think, I think the U.K. is trying to adapt HTS now. It looks like they're going towards that direction to also use HTS, which is more detailed, Mm -hmm. right? Because they found out that a lot of people they're bringing, let's say they're bringing coffee, and the HS code for coffee was, you know, seven seven two five five. That's the HTS. HS code for coffee. But now they found out that people are bringing decaf coffee. Wow. How do we classify a decaf coffee? So the US says, you know what? I'm going to add extra classifications, extra digits to further break it down into a subcategory. So that's why they added four more digits to the HS code. And they call it, the US now calls its version the HT s code that means they can break it down to the very granular level to classify your product
0: okay and you know when you start talking about this let's talk about coffee yes so when you have coffee you have coffee from around the world you have green mm-hmm. beans you have roasted beans uh-huh. you have the whole bean you have uh, grinds i think that's what it's called you have espresso coffee you have uh decaf coffee you can have all sorts of different coffee yes. under these sections and subsections, and to fine tune it, I don't know how huge, like if everything's digital. But if we had the HTS codes, how many pages? I, I if if I if I was told correctly, I think it's nine hundred pages of codes. Is that correct?
1: It's thirteen thousand lines. Thirteen thousand lines. Wow. Thirteen thousand lines of code is the HDS yeah. system. It could be more than nine hundred pages. It's and so and the very complex and annoying part of it it changes every two months. <laughs> <laughs> they update it. So so your product. So I tell people uh, when I was designing our app, our HDS code app, uh, we built something into it that would. That when one one uh, one major license broker looked at the app, it, she was like, "Wow, this is this is this is a game changer." What we did was, we found out that in the in the US customs coding system, there are some times of the year that they will suspend your tariff. So when we reclassify it for you, we let you know that hmm, it's better to buy this product in Q2. If you can buy most of your inventory in Q2, you'll be saving 15% because in Q2, your code is on suspension. (laughs) It's duty free. So why don't you wait till that time to buy and just buy in bulk so that you can save uh, on your your tariff? So that's one way to outsmart the the coding system another thing that you could do is to use multiple uh different countries you could also import from different countries and assemble in the u.s because there's a different code Uh, there's a different there's a
0: percentage there too exactly yeah
1: exactly so you
0: have to know that just because you're going to get it from another country and you have assembly in the states it's nice to put on your packaging that it's mm-hmm. assembled in the States, but you still have to put country of origin if it's over a certain Correct. percentage. Correct. Yeah.
1: So if you're putting together, uh, let me give an example. I call it my sandwich rule. So in a sandwich, you have tomatoes and you have onions and then you have lettuce. I don't know how you have your sandwich. Lots of meat. Lots of meat. Okay. All right. So you have <laughs> so you have meat and you have everything in your sandwich, right? Do you know that under the HTS code system, if you bring in the meat separately and the tomatoes separately and the onions separately and the bread separately, you might end up paying up to 30 or 40% in duties. But there is a ruling or there's a special provision in the HTS code that if you bring the whole sandwich in, it may be duty-free. Mm. So this a lot of the guys that use these, they're the guys that sell uh, printers and inks. So that's why most of these printers come with ink, because if they bring printers separate from the ink, it's a different classification for the printer, it's a different classification for the ink. So they will say, you know what, let me just bring printer and ink together so I can take advantage of the uh, the coding system. So that's uh, something to really consider. Another thing is uh, using swapping your materials. Uh, if I've seen a lot of products, if they're made of wood, it may be duty free, or it may, it may have some duty on them. But if you change the wood to PVC, the same product is made of PVC. Maybe duty free.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Another, uh, (laughs) excuse me, another one that um, I I saw, Steve Simonson did this. You're probably there with me, but he was talking about, you know, how you go to a clothing store and Uh you, you know, you might see a a blouse uh, for a woman Uh and it has a a pocket on the side. And it's just kind of, nobody's ever going to use that. Well, that's only reason. It's not fashion. The only uh-huh. reason is to get around the HTS codes for yes. that garment, and by Correct. putting some weird pocket somewhere, they're getting mm-hmm. around it.
1: It's yes. not fashion.
0: Correct. But they'll, they'll market it as fashion.
1: <laughs> Correct. I mean, this is another product. Let's say you have a, you're selling a, a product. It's one product. You could use it as a baby book. You could use it as a fo- baby photo album, and then it has music and lights, and then it sings melodies, and you can use it as an entertainment for the baby. And uh, You can also use it for, for learning as the baby. I mean, for the baby, which HTS code would apply? Is it going to apply as a photo album? Are you going to ach- acquire HTS code as uh, a baby journal? Are you going to apply HCS code as a learning device for the baby? Are you going to apply the HCS code as an entertainment uh, device? So these are all the loopholes inside the system, whereby you, in those, reg- those situations, you can actually pick any one of them that has the lowest duty. It's allowed to do that. And uh, what if your product has 60% wood? And forty percent plastic. How are you going to classify that? Right. (laughs) So the that's why the HCS system is constantly changing. So the US is the US Customs is working so hard to catch up with innovation. All you sellers, you know, we're innovating products all the time. That we're using. Uh, materials, unconventional materials to now make new products that are not in the HTS code system at all. That's why uh, a lot of Chinese forwarders misuse where, where it says other. So they say, oh, I'm going to use any other, I'm going to use any code that says other, and that is 0%. No, you can't do that. But you can use the word order to your advantage. So if the US custom system do not have a classification for your product, they have a little provision that says other, O-T-H-E-R, you, you may be able to use that other classification to- Or that'll make
0: them dig deeper to find something that'll fit.
1: <clears throat> yeah because some products just don't fit into that system i've seen a couple of products that just don't fit you look everywhere they're just not there so we have to look for something as close as possible and then have a licensed custom agent look at it to make sure that everything is good Uh, but those are loopholes you can take advantage of you can do bundles and kits to, to take advantage of code, you know, the coding system. If you have to bundle something, you bundle a lower HCS code one, you bundle it with a higher one. I mean, it's just so many different combinations. And once we do classification for you, we'll come up with a strategy and say, hey, we might not be able to save much, but we found some, you know, we found some, avenues whereby you can do these or do this like the pocket of story. Just put a pocket here and uh, and see if it's, you know, and, and you will automatically get qualified for this. Another thing I used in the past was I found out about my HTS code for a vinyl. I used to sell vinyls that they use in the Cricut machine. I found out that the best vinyl, I mean, it, it came up with a 25% Trump tariff, it got hit by the 25% t- Trump tariff. And I found another supplier in Korea. It was about three of, I think it was three or 6% more expensive in Korea, but the duty was free. Yeah. And I was getting a better product. So moving to Korea got me better product and it was cheaper in the landed cost. So we're talking landed cost of, of everything you're doing. So those are things to consider as well.
0: Yeah. What's happening to... Uh, and I just want to bring this up. So a lot of your uh, Chinese manufacturers aren't up to date with a lot of these and at least with the HTS codes and they'll insist, or they'll just use an HS code, which unless you're selling somewhere around anywhere else, but the States that should be okay. So if they don't provide you with an HTS code, you've got to, you got to get that changed. Another thing I want to talk about, there's two things. One is pushback. So we've seen this a lot where we provide um, the proper code. You know, you used, what was the one? And this just happened. The national flag and the baby product, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So that's an obvious one. But if you can show uh, like the soap and you go back and you say, okay, use this code, you'll find that um, there'll be brokers that'll give you a hard time. Yes. You want to touch touch on that? And then I've got one other point.
1: Yes. So when you get a pushback, a lot of, when people, when all the reclassifications we've done, some of them got a pushback from their forwarders or the shippers. I don't want to mention the name of this, some big time shippers. Uh, So we said, look, you can see from the government database by yourself that the code we found for you is exactly in description of your product. It's perfect. But the reason why you get a pushback is because most of these forwarders feel ashamed that they were supposed to be the one to find you that code in the first place and just they just never did a good job. So it was an ego issue. They don't want to look stupid that they didn't find you the best code. So they will push back. In the case we find you something and there's a pushback, we will end up clearing it for you. Just say, you know what? We'll clear the goods for you. How about that? That's how much we want to stand by these codes. we we'll go ahead and file your customs clearance for you.
0: Okay. So the other thing I, I want to mention before I forget it is a, about uh, trying to do it yourself. So if you're going to go and you say, oh, this is you know great information. I didn't know about this. Now I'm going to go and check it out. Just like doing your trademark. If you're doing a trademark or if you're going to somebody who is very, very cheap to file a trademark, you'll pay for it down the way. Yes. This is a very complicated system and you should leave it, whether we have this service or not. And I I want to be transparent. This is, I'm uh, part of owner in Honu, but what I'm seeing is it's just, it blew me away. How many people didn't know about it and then, didn't know they were, how much money they were saving. And if you're going to try to do it yourself, you will lose it because it's just, the classifications are very, very difficult. It is. It and is that, I see supreme is is here. And, you know, uh, Francisco, uh, you'd probably agree. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. Yep.
1: So it, it, it takes hours, <laughs> some days, uh, to, to dig through all this system to find you, uh, this happened like about two or three weeks ago or less. Uh, as this lady came, she wanted to import. It was a baby product too. She wanted to import. And she said, hey, you know, help me find, you know, this duty. Anyway, we found a duty. Uh, we found out the HES code, but it was more than what his supplier told her. So she's like, but your rate is higher. I said, well, if you want to stay out of trouble, (laughs) this is the code for you. He said, but they told me to use this code. So I said, okay, look, this code that they told you to use is describing a completely, you're selling a baby product. This code is telling you that your product is cups and pans. Are you selling cups and pans? He says, but that's what they told me to use. I'm like, whoever tells you to use this, are they going to be, you know, with you when the custom sits you down and send you a subpoena, are they going to sit with you? Cups fight? <laughs> she, You went, know, she, she went and came back. She said, oh, and she mentioned the name of a very big uh, freight company that we all know. I said, oh, this company said I should use this one. I said, okay, let me check it out for you. So I checked the one they told her to use. I'm like... This is still wrong. This is, but it's from that company. i like, I don't care what company you got it from. This is wrong, and it will get you into trouble if you continue to do use this thing. So yeah. it, it is a complex system.
0: Yeah, and, and again, for our company or from uh, other companies, we have specialists, and they make a big buck because they're specialists in this All specific. Right. This is what they do twenty four seven. Like this yep. is, yeah. Uh, so. Just kind of keep that in mind. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about, just another, I, I know the, there's been a couple of case studies, but uh, during uh, Corona, I want to use, unless you've got a better one, I know that we did some with this tape, but the, the one is the quarantine signs. Yes. I love this case study. Let's talk about that, then we'll get to the questions.
1: All right, so that one... Um... We were, the, the the owner was using, uh, they gave him a code. The factory gave him an HS code. And I think it was paying, I don't know, 20, 20 something percent. And I looked at this documentation and the description of what he was doing. It was, the description of the HS code he had was for, uh, was for advertisement. Yeah. So I'm like this is not an advertisement. So we dug deeper and we found something like 5% or 3% or something for for him. And we discovered that it was a warning sign. So the warning sign had 3%, but the advertising sign had 20-something percent. (laughs) But because the the Chinese person he used because you know Chinese is not; they might not be fluent in English. You need somebody that's one very fluent in English, and two that can really dig through thousands of codes to find you what you're really looking for. So we found out that they wrongly classified it as an advertising sign, but yeah. it really was a warning sign
0: made out of aluminum.
1: Made out so that of was, aluminum. that was
0: a, a another difference, and yes, uh, I think that was only part of it. It was seventeen. 17- Tell me if I'm wrong. It was 17% plus 25% Trump tax.
1: Yes. That's what it was. And we
0: got it down to three point something.
1: Yeah. I think it was three or something, which was huge because the guy was spending like a hundred or a hundred to almost 200,000 a year to buy that product. Yeah. Okay. So
0: I think that's it. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about HTS. Um, and then now, we'll get to the questions.
1: Let's do the question. I wanted to, uh, the new app we built for this that really made it simple how you can just submit your, um, you your product to us. To us. Yeah. Uh, so let me see if I can show. Okay. It. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Is there, it is there possible I show like? Uh, you just go to present at the bottom. And, oh. I think I might be able to show... Ah, here we go. Do you see it now? Yep, but very, very small. Very small. How do you make it bigger? Because I'm sharing the whole screen. How do I make that... Uh, How do I make it bigger? Can you try
0: to just zoom in? Can you do that?
1: Zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. How do I do that? This is a Chrome... In.
0: Just, uh, if you got a Mac, um, just take your fingers and spread them apart.
1: Oh, but it's not a touch screen.
0: Uh,
1: my Mac is not okay. A-
0: then right click and they'll say something zoom.
1: Uh, I'm I right click now or
0: hit command, hit command, command and hit uh-huh. plus. So, command and, and plus. plus, and that'll make it
1: grow. What about this?
0: There you go. It's bigger now.
1: It's big enough huh? Uh,
0: I'd make it a little bit bigger if you could. There you go. Okay.
1: Now we can see it. All right. So you go to uh, typeterminator.com and sign up. It's free. And then you copy your... They, we have what we call a duty-free lookup, duty rate lookup. Just copy the HS code or HDS code they gave you. Just copy it here. So for example... The guy with the flag, let me copy the code that was given to him. Let's see. So the code that was given to him was, oh, no, why is it acting up? I see it spin. When I changed my thing, it was acting up. Uh, okay
0: if it is <clears throat> we could just show it in the whatsapp group
1: yeah we will show you we can do like a quick zoom uh loom video yeah. or something all right uh, how you so, can just do that
0: let's go to the questions then we've got a bunch of them
1: okay let's uh, do questions
2: okay first one from Rod uh off lobby are you in the whatsapp group
1: yes i am Rod.
2: but he never answers anything
1: <laughs> if you post in there and say, hey, are you here? I'm going to reply you immediately.
2: <laughs> All right. And we have a couple of questions from Scupreme. Uh, What solutions do you use to efficiently manage HS codes and classification guides?
1: So we are coming. That's a good question. Uh, in about a month from now, uh, the app we have, will actually monitor your HS code and HCS code for you. So you can get a notification if it, if anything changes. so we, will, we we're introducing the monitoring service because a lot of people have been asking us to do that. So it's about less than a month away uh, from our release of that whereby you know you you just put in your current HS code or HCS code and it starts monitoring it for you. Once something changes will alert you.
2: All right. Um, from Simon, uh, it, so bundling is beneficial? In some cases, yes. Remember, with my lo-
1: with my sandwich rule thing whereby you bring sandwich, you pay a little duty. But if you bring the tomatoes and the onion separately, you might pay a lot more. Uh, so yes, some bundling could be very beneficial. Yes.
2: OK, next one is from Redbeard. Can tariff terminators save on import duties uh, into Canada also? Uh, good question. I The Canadian
1: side, so. once we give you the code, just give it to the Canadian authorities or whoever is clearing it for you in Canada, and they will be able to tell you uh, what the duty rate would be. But our goal is to give you the correct and accurate code, and then you give it to them. I'm sure Canada is very similar to the U.S. Uh, because the U.S. HTS for for the U.K. to be copying the HTS system now. I'm guessing Canada would probably find it useful for them as well.
0: Okay. Uh, okay, <clears throat> uh, Bassi, we just have uh, just put the WhatsApp group in there for you to join.
2: Okay. Uh, next question is from Rad. Can you check uh, old shipments and confirm if we use the correct HS code? Also, is it possible to request a refund from Customs? Good one. So yes, we can
1: check the old shipment. Uh, Just go to your form 7501. Kelsey can help us type in. Ask your forwarder to give you your form 7501, or you send the 7501 to us. We will look into it to see what your current what you were paying. Now, for the request for a refund from customs, I think there is a sixty day window. I don't I even know see. if I do it. Yeah, you know,
0: right now, moving forward, like this is just me. Mm-hmm. I don't want a flag, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want the chance of them looking. Yeah, up. They look further. And giving me the penalties and you know the whole lifetime of the product, I agree. I would just move it forward and just, yeah, chalk it up that you can save some money.
1: Uh huh, I agree, I agree with that. I wouldn't want to wake up anything in the U.S. customs system because those guys are not funny, they're brutal.
2: Okay, uh, next question from Skuprim. Are you aware of any platform that allows you to store these classification guides or HS code tariffs and put them into your commercial invoices and packing list automatically?
1: That's a really good one. There is none that I know of. And uh, the app that we have, also next, actually it's partially out, but maybe we haven't deployed it into production yet. But the app we have, our Tariff Terminator app, you'll be able to add your product into that system. And our goal before the end of the year is you will be able to file your customs through that app. That will save you a lot of time and effort because we already have your product information and it's already stored in our system with all your commercial invoices. And you will be able to uh, do it To answer your question, I don't know of any system, only the government ACE system, they call it the ACE platform. They are the only one allowed to store that kind of information.
2: Okay. Okay. And I'm not sure at what point we were talking about this, that this uh, scooping was asking, but are those products uh, proprietary designs or patented by producers as a new products? It could be, uh,
1: I'm talking about your product. So if you have a product that you made out of wood and we found out that if you could use PVC for the same product, you will save. Just change. You don't even need to change the design. Just swap the materials and uh, you'll be able to get lower duty in some cases. And some cases you might have to change the design because see the Customs, uh, Duty is assessed based on materials, based on the purpose or the use of your product, based on actually. Let me look at my note real quick. I, I tell you uh, how they classify your product real quick. So they use products name and description. That that's why if you don't write the right, if you don't put the product in description perfectly, that could flag the system and wrongly classify you. The second thing they use is your ingredient and material. The third thing they use is your product uses or product application. So if you're selling a cream, if the cream is good for anti-aging, but it's also good as aftershave cream, it's the same cream. If you classify, if you say it is an aftershave cream, you might pay more duty. But if you say it is anti-aging, wrinkle disappearing, you might pay less duty. It's the same product, but the way you describe it or the way the, the application of that product changes the dynamics completely in the eyes of the U.S. customs. Uh, is the product for commercial purpose. Uh, it's, the, it's the product's physical and chemical nature. That's when we mentioned coffee. Is it ground coffee? Is it roasted? Is it raw beans? Those have completely different uh, 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 duties based on the nature and the, sta- and the state of the product. And then the country of origin, is it made, you know, where is it made out of? If it's if the same product is if if the same furniture is made in Pakistan and the same product is made in China, you might pay more duty if you bring it from China than if you bring it from Pakistan. Another thing is the product dimension and weight. That's a tricky one. For people bringing in goats, goat heads or livestock heads, they weigh the edge. You have to tell them the weight of the head of each goat. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's funny, but <laughs> you have to tell, you have to declare how many heads you're bringing. If you're bringing a foot, you have to tell them it's the foot you're bringing. If you're bringing the butt, you'll tell them it's... A, and there's different duties on different parts of an animal, and uh, the quantity you'll be bringing also affects the duty. Some products, if you bring less than a thousand kilograms, the duty is different from if you bring more than a thousand kilograms. Um, also, if for people buy, uh, for people bringing uh, computer accessories like hard drives and keyboards and stuff like that. They want to know is it fully assembled? It's a different, it's a different duty rate. If it is not fully assembled, it's a different duty rate. Right. So you have to, that's why you have to play the system really nice. If your product comes fully assembled and it's 20% duty, what if you ship it in pieces and it's zero, it's duty free? Then you might actually do the assembly right here in the US for something like that. And then the last one is it's it's it fully. Package with a bundle like the computer, uh, the printer and the ink. So those are the 10 Ways the customs determine what you how to
2: classify your product
0: Okay, so <clears throat> I think there you have it unless we have another question.
2: We've got one more question from red. Lobby right. uh, mentioned multiple times uh, suppliers from outside of China like Korea and Vietnam any sourcing tips I'm sure he didn't find them on Alibaba that's
1: good. I like that. Nice one. Um, so <clears throat> we will start by end of next month. it's added into the app for you. So when we classify a product for you, if we do not find if we do not find a cheaper rate for you, we will suggest other countries. And not only would we suggest other countries, we will actually supply you with the list of suppliers that you can buy that product from, from other countries. Nobody does this at the moment, unfortunately. Or fortunately.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I think that is it. Let me just cough one more time. I got to mute myself. And now I can read uh, an ad. And by the way, before I read this, if anybody is interested, uh, the prize today is a free tariff terminator. It's, when you go there, you'll see it's for free. But if we find a way to save you money, uh, it's usually $4.99 and that is waived. So it's a free charge. And if you don't find anything we can wait till your next uh, uh, product. We'll give a credit to you and you try it then. And we've got this all planned out for you. If you're looking for products and we know that you're not looking for one product, you're probably looking for multiple products. We'll do that search for you for free as well. So it's either an existing product or if you're just uh, looking for a variety of products, we'll find you the, the, uh, different charges for you, the HTS charges. So, you know, your exact cost of goods. Okay. So let me go ahead. Oh, and by the way, that's hashtag wheel of Kelsey take two people and you'll get a second entry now for the sponsor. This is seller basics. Hey, Amazon sellers ever faced with account suspensions ace and hiccups or ip headaches introducing seller basics your amazon accounts guardian with just 99 dollars per month seller basics offers a dedicated team to shield your business from these challenges plus this membership offers free legal consultations from seasoned e-commerce attorneys no long-term contracts and you can cancel with just one month's notice View Seller Basics as your Amazon account health plan, and you can check them out at sellerbasics.com. Now for the nasty disclaimer. Seller Basics isn't an insurer or law firm. Consultations come from independent firms. Results may vary. Uh, membership needed before events leading to claims and terms apply. Now let's go to the wheel. It's time.
2: Wheel of all right lots of entries today all right so let me shuffle these up uh, if you are the winner of today's wheel of kelsey make sure you email me kate at lunch dot com, and we'll reach out looks like on it we have a new winner Pyro Ants.
0: All right, that's a new winner.
2: A <laughs> All right, and uh, off of lobby how do people um, get a hold of Tariff Terminator if they're not the winner? Um, do you have any contact information? If they are not the winner, yeah. If someone was interested in Tariff Terminator, how would yeah, they? Yeah, they just go to
1: tariffterminator.com and then they just sign up for a free account. They can do a. They can put in their... Current HCS code for a free lookup, or they can just for us to help them reclassify. They will see the button that says Reclassify My Product. Just give us your product information, and it could take a week depending on how complex your product is, but we will find you something. And if we don't find you something, we will tell you, Hey, we can't find you anything. You're good to go. Your you're freight forwarder is doing a good job, and that would be it.
0: Okay, and while we're uh... While we're talking about uh, Tariff Terminator, you want to talk about just very quickly uh, some of the other services that uh, Hono provides?
1: Oh, yes, we have a uh, Super Duper 3PL here <laughs> where we do product bundles and Kate's FBA prep, order fulfillment, multi channel order fulfillment. Uh, uh, we and uh, Scuprime is also here on this podcast, and Scuprime has a really cool app. That helps you integrate with multiple channels, TikTok order fulfillment. So, if you're selling on TikTok, we fulfill your orders here. And Skewpreme is uh, an integrator that connects to our uh, manage, uh, warehouse management system to help us pull orders. So, we have Tariff Terminator, we have 3PL, we have uh, Freight. If you want us to reach shop for freight, we don't use funky freight forwarders <laughs> so uh we, we we are very thorough in our freight uh we make sure that your freight is insured and your freight is you know you know you don't get into trouble yeah uh, in all these things uh so and then we you know if you have slow moving inventory we can help you liquidate your inventory as well just reach out to us and we would you know you know, send it to all our liquidation buyers. Sometimes we we usually get, we could get quick offers within, you know, a week for your inventory, or sometimes it might take longer, depending on what kind of products you have. Okay. So
0: that's, uh, if you're interested in that, that's honuworldwide.com. And Honu is H-O-N-U, worldwide.com. Okay, so Afalabi, thank you so much for being on today. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcast, click over here.
1: Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur.